Welcome to lesson three, recording into your track. So in this lesson, you're gonna learn how to configure your inputs and your outputs, how to also configure your monitoring for pro results, and how to hit record with clarity and confidence. Now, here's the ins and outs of ins and outs. This can confuse some people when they first get started recording. Um, it does get easier though. The more you do this, the more easy it gets and the more you realize that it's really not rocket science. So let's visualize this process. You have a sound source, let's say it's a guitar, and that's going into your audio interface. And let's say it's going into the, the number one input on your interface. A lot of the time um, inputs where people are home recording, they have interfaces that have one or two inputs. So let's say it's number one. Then it's coming out of your audio interface, probably via a firewire cable, like with a USB into your laptop. And then that laptop is picking that up. And so we're gonna have to make sure that your laptop is receiving from your interface and that when you're actually pressing uh, record into your track, it's picking it up from the number one input as well. So it's really as simple as that your computer is seeing what's going on outside of it, inside of your door. So I have made a tutorial on configuring your ins and outs inside of your door for you to watch. And I'm doing this in Ableton, but again, it's so, so transferable to lots of different doors. So really we're just looking at the, the general idea of what I'm doing in there. And I'm gonna show you how I'm gonna configure the ins and outs to start recording in there. So let's watch that now. Okay, we've got our session set up. We wanna to start to configure our in inputs and outputs so that when we start recording, everything's set up right. So we go back into preferences, back onto this audio bit. And what we wanna do is make sure we've got our driver picked out. So we've got our core driver picked out. It, again, in different doors, you're gonna have different configurations, but essentially it'll be the same as this. We wanna make sure that the audio input device is right. So say I'm using a USB mic, I'd want to pick my USB mic. For me, that's the blue snowball. And then the output, I might want to listen to my through on my laptop, so I'm going to pick that. But if you're listening on a different door, you may have to have the output going through an interface, and that would mean that you're using Scarlet, um, or whatever your interface is called. So I've got my inputs and my outputs configured here so that it means that I know that my, um, my I've got the right configuration going in. So that's my ins and outs done for now. Okay, so getting the right monitoring is really important. And when it comes to monitoring while you're recording, and when I say monitoring, I mean actually just listen back, listening back to what you're doing as you're doing it, or listening back after you've recorded something. Um, so headphones are your friend when it comes to monitoring. And this is because you need to make sure that when you're recording, you're not also recording the sound coming out of your speakers. You wanna just be recording what you want to record. So maybe your voice or an instrument. So using headphones means that you're not gonna pick up any bleed when that's the kind of term that people use a lot, any bleed coming out of the speakers and you're gonna be able to hear what you're doing but also um, sing out or play knowing that you're not picking up anything you don't want to. Some people like to use monitors with one ear off, especially if they're singing so that they get the real sound of the, just you singing or playing your instrument in the room but you also get to hear what it sounds like inside what, what's recording. 
Um, but like ins and outs, monitoring needs to be configured. So sometimes people um, trip up on this and they get very frustrated that they can't hear what they're recording or they can't hear something coming out of their door. And so I have made you a tutorial on configuring your monitoring inside your door. And again, this is in Ableton, it's step by step, but you can transfer this over to other doors um, if you're using something different. So let's check that out. So once you've got your ins and outs done, you're going to want to decide um, whether you want to be listening, so monitoring in real time, or maybe you want to just be monitoring while you're playing back. Or maybe you want to be doing both. Now in Ableton, it gives you the option of having no monitoring at all. Then there's also this where you're monitoring um, all the time. Or there's auto where you're only monitoring when you're playing back. Now I'm going to pick auto. In different doors, you'll have different ways that you configure this. Sometimes it's just whether you monitor or you don't. Sometimes it's either you you do or you don't or you can do both like this sometimes it's literally just do you plug your headphones in or not and is it coming out your speakers so in order to configure your monitoring also in your preferences you'd go back into audio and in your preferences and you'd also choose where you want to listen from so if i had my audio interface connected up to some speakers i'd pick the scarlet whereas if i know that i just want to listen through on headphones on my laptop i'd pick the built-in output so you can see that um, you have different choices there with monitoring. Like I say in the video lesson, it's really worth using your headphones to monitor so that you get as little interference on your actual recording as possible. Okay, that's our monitoring done. Okay, so a little word about input levels. Um, now that we've got our ins and outs ready and we've got our monitoring done, we wanna make sure that we've got a good input level. So ideally, you want an average of 70% on your level reader. And I've got a little illustration here showing what I mean. And it's an average of 70%. So as you talk or you sing and you're, you're kind of twiddling around with your levels, you'll see that it will go up and down a bit, but you want it to be on average in that kind of 70% range. This will allow for some variation in dynamics without peaking or a weak signal. So when you peak, you're going right to the top and it means that it starts to distort. But if you have a level that's too low, it means that you have to crank it up after you've recorded it. And then you can get a lot of hissing and room noise. So 70% will give you that nice sweet spot. Okay, so I've made a tutorial which will show you what I mean with dialing in your levels and hitting record inside your door. I'm going to be showing you how to figure out how to choose where to record in your session and also how to get your levels right as well. So check that out now. So now we're ready to hit record. Um, we just want to make sure that our levels are good. So I can see here that my levels are very good, but I could mess around with them by hitting record and then I get to actually see that really well here. Now I can bring the levels down like this and then that's going to make the levels less or I can bring them up like this and that's going to make the levels more. Um, when you're using a USB mic, you have less control. So I can hear more when I'm doing that because I'm putting up the master. But um, in terms of the actual input with a USB mic, you've got less control over that. Apart from if I went into system preferences and I went into input and I'm saying input with snowball and then I can kind of mess around with that there. But again, it's not going to change it too much. So that's where having an audio interface gives you a bit more control. Um, if you had an audio interface, you could be toggling around on the gain 
on the actual audio interface. So something to think about there. Um, so I'm ready to record. I've got a good level. It's at around sort of 70% or thereabouts um, on average. So I'm going to go back. This is my kind of mix window, but I'm going to go back into my recording window and I now want to decide where am I going to record. So if you let's say you had a guitar part here, a drum part here, and then you knew the vocals came in here, you might decide, right, I will start recording from there. And so you could just select to record from there by just clicking on the timeline there. But I want to record from the beginning, so I'm going to double click that stop. And that's essentially in most doors, that's what you're going to find is the way that you would um, decide how and where to record. So now I've got my record standby button on. I've got my levels are good. It's the right input. I've got my monitoring the way I want it. So I'm just going to hit record. And then you can see that I'm recording into my uh, track here. Um, and it's going in fine and it's all good and then I'll press stop and then I'm going to go to here here's my track and you'll see that it's all fine and it's all good so I've recorded a track and let's take action download your module 3 lesson 3 workbook and start recording inside your door and don't forget to share your completed Lesson 3 checklist in the Home Recording Academy Facebook community and also a recording if you like. It doesn't matter if it's rough. It's really important that we all get really confident and comfortable sharing our work in progress with each other. So do share a recording if you like. Okay, in the next lesson, you will learn how to choose the perfect mic for the job, whatever you're recording, whether it's vocals, guitar or piano, and how to position your mics depending on what you're recording too. I'll see you in the next video.